0: Welcome to the Uncommon CEO Podcast, where we unpack the mindset, skills, and wisdom it takes to become an uncommon leader in a common world. With your host, the Uncommon CEO himself, Andrew Smart. Welcome to the Uncommon CEO Podcast. We're in the new year, 2023. How's your new year been treating you so far, Andrew?
1: My new year's been good, Matt. Um, Heard that you uh, hit the gym this morning.
0: I did. One of the many New Year's resolutions that I'm trying to to kick off and, you know, at least resolutions, you know, they don't always tend to last, but they can at least influence habits. So that's kind of how I'm looking at it. Do some some different activities and diet and exercise to kick off the new year. Resolution. Um, as you know, we finished up uh, the year 2022
1: talking about my word going into 23. It was discipline. hmm yeah, resolution. I've I like the word resolution, but I don't think most people understand what that word means because resolution is about a resolving something that I that mm-hmm. I'm determined to do something. You know, when I when I look at that word, I I I equate it to the founding father saying, Hey, I'm resolved to sign a document that says, Hey, I'm going to sign this over life, death, meaning that I am determined to do this no matter what. It's your name and blood. Yeah. So, yeah. But I don't think most people go into the new year with that type of mentality. They go into the new year saying, hey, I'm going to jot down a few things that I would like to do mm-hmm. in this coming year that I would like to accomplish. But I don't think they take a true resolved mentality to make those things happen. So, Matt... Are you resolved to make things happen this year?
0: I am, I am. I set out with some weight loss goals last year that I stuck with throughout the year. I mean, little speed bumps along the way, but yeah, I'm resolved to make a change and set very measurable and deliberate goals for my resolution as opposed to these blanket ideas. I remember you saying years ago, what is it, the average New Year's resolution lasts 18 days? Around along? 17, 18 17, days. Yeah. 18 days. Wow. I hope to at least break that threshold there. But yeah, well, but that's I'm in resolved. Yeah.
1: That's resolved. You know, you, you talked about speed bumps. Life is all about speed bumps, it is all about barriers. And that's what I really want to talk about today because set out for the new year to talk about discipline. Mm hmm. You know, it kind of talked about the clarity of 2022, discipline going into 23. Why discipline? What I evaluated in my life, personally, professionally, all areas. Why discipline it was a was a great word for me going into 2022. Kind of talked about that discipline blade. Mm-hmm. Wanted to look at how it needed to be sharpened, knock off a little rust. So, yeah, so, so, I mean, and so what I wanted to bring to the table today for our discussion is, okay, if we're going into 23 with this mindset of discipline, that you can't achieve greatness without discipline, Mm -hmm. okay? Discipline is critical for overall success at any aspect of life. Okay, well, if that is important, there's another critical piece, okay? That's resiliency. Mm Mm-hmm. Life has setbacks Life has potholes I mean life has obstacles in its way so there's there are things that are going to come that are unknown and it's how are you going to handle that I, 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 t- let's take me for instance you know we talk about motivation okay I've got this word discipline I'm ready to go into the new year I've got all these things laid out that I'm I'm going into the new year diet exercise, reading you know you, you name it. You know, this mindset of things I want to accomplish business-wise. So, what happens to me? Christmas Eve, I get sick. My, my son has this virus. You know, he passes it on to me. You know, a lot of times viruses kind of impact everybody in different ways. Uh, for him, you know, it was just kind of all up in his, you know, upper respiratory. Mm-hmm. He gets past it. For me, it hits me, it gets to my daughter. Uh, it hits me with RSV.
0: And I've got this focus on
1: exercise. I mean, all these kind of things. And and damn, I get this freaking virus, and it's been on me for two weeks. Life, Same with my dog.
0: Life always gets in the way, is what I found out. Yeah,
1: it is. So I mean, you know, I, th- that was not on my list. Uh, let's start the new year with RSV.
0: Mm-hmm. Nope, not many people resolved to put that on the list. No, I didn't. Yeah. I
1: didn't. But, but I had a choice. Okay, okay. Did, I, because it wasn't on my list, I kind of had to add it to my list and said, okay. I didn't put this on my list. It just got added to my list. Now, what am mm-hmm. I going to do about it? Okay, obviously, I got to approach it from the overall healthcare standpoint. But I'm kind of a stubborn guy, Matt. Mm-hmm. You know, I I've got all these other things on my list. This 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 exercise mm-hmm. regimen. You know, I, I I can I can work on being in the bed for a short time, but I've got to get up and move. So, a couple of days of kind of dealing with it. I'm gonna get up and move. Now we went out of town for a few days. Went down and watched Clemson um, not do so
0: well. Mm-hmm.
1: Yep, I was um, watching that one. Yeah, that that was uh, uh, that was a game of not overcoming the the hurdles that got in the way. I mean, yeah. we could we could get across the fifty, we just couldn't get anywhere else. Mm-hmm. And so, so unfortunately, you know, we we weren't as resilient as we needed to be in that game. Um, but went down there, had that experience, uh, pushed through, made it to to the game. And so there was like, I'm going to go do that. But still kind of had this nagging deal that has been been lingering on. And I'm like, damn it, when is this thing going to go away? Matter of fact, over the weekend, Julie was talking about with Claire because she still had this cough and this uh, just kind of ongoing deal. And she's like, she's been just sick all week. Mm -hmm. I mean, she's like, is it going to get better? And I said, it will. It's just going to take time. Resiliency is part of a process of understanding. It's going to take time. Now, I want to talk through resiliency and the toughness it takes to be resilient. Okay. Taking a step back um, and, and, and talking about kind of a mindset of resilience. In today's world, we there, there's a lot of books and articles kind of written around this overall theme of people who are resilient, or you might've even heard this term grit these days, right? Mm-hmm. It's been popping up. A lot yeah, that's been kind of like was. a popular theme yeah. of grit. I was sitting um, a couple years ago, I, I'm on a board of trustees at Wingate University, and I, I, I was sitting in a forum where this professor was giving this talk on grit. Mm-hmm. And I listened for a while as this professor was talking and, and doing all these case studies and, 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 and how they've been doing all this deep research on this term grit. And then I sat back and listened. I was just, I was astonished. One, I was astonished from the fact that we're, we're doing a research study mm-hmm. on this term grit and and when when the professor finished her talk there was a time for a Q&A session so she opened up the forum. i couldn't help it i needed to raise my hand and mm-hmm. talk and and you know as as i spoke i i asked professor i said you know when i was coming along i had never heard anyone kind of like bring up this idea of grit I had felt like, you know, I had grown up kind of in this generation that it was just kind of like this kind of known and thing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I don't think you had to teach my grandfather grit. Probably not. It, it just wasn't, you know, I don't think you went to a World War II veteran and say, hey, man, I need to teach you a little grit. Mm-hmm. If you could, try a little harder
0: there if you would. you know, you know
1: you, 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 the, the idea of me taking my grandfather and say, um, let me teach you how to be tough. now these are the, this is the generation that stormed the beaches of Normandy.
0: Mm-hmm. Iwo Jima, oh, yeah my granddad was there.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean it, that that was just kind of I mean, I don't know if that would have worked too well. I think about from from a guy who played sports through college. And some of the things that I had to go through, some of the things that, you know, from, you know, when, when you played, when the level I played, the things and the processes and the, and the early morning workouts and the late and the, all the stuff. I mean, just the things that you had to do to achieve at this high level. I, there were some intangibles that I just felt like that were just there that had to get taught. But I say all that. As the professor kind of talked back and forth, I understand what she was trying to say.
0: Because I believe today, there's a true lack of understanding of grit. Well, how do you measure grit? You mentioned that they did studies on it, that they looked into, I guess, quantifying something that's such, I guess, kind of a nebulous concept. How do you quantify grit?
1: I'm not sure how you truly quantify grit. Sure, sure. You know, you know, quantifying, qualifying, grit, because grit is an internal job. Mm-hmm. And so, and 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 you know, when I when you look at grit, you actually have to come to the individual. And this is where grit and resiliency have to come, you know, hand in hand. Now, you know, why do we why do we look at that today? Why do we look at resiliency and grit. You know, from from this study perspective, because today is actually a harder thing to find in people. Mm -hmm. It is hard to find people who are good at bouncing back from things. It is hard to find people who can take difficulties in life and be able to go through them and not just go through them, rise up above them and become better because of them. Today, in today's mentality, think about it. We live in a world today where we want everything to be comfortable. That that's the world we live in today. Mm-hmm. You see, the truth is, I didn't grow up, and I don't know about you, Matt, but I, I didn't grow up with my parents saying, Andrew, we just want you to have a comfortable life. My, you know, your dad and I are working our tails off to make sure you're comfortable. I never heard that. That is not what I heard. What I can tell you what I heard from my mother. My mother told my brother and I you're going to go to college. I did hear that. Mhm. She said your father and I are going to make sure that you go to college. And I can tell you why she well, i can tell you why she said that. Because my mother didn't get to go to college.
0: Mhm.
1: And for her, that was a big deal. Now, what did that mean? She was basically saying, you two are gonna bust your asses and we're gonna make sure you had the tools you need, but you're gonna go to college. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And you're gonna do something with your life. That's what I heard growing up. Nowadays, it's about, well, I wanna make sure that they're okay. I wanna make sure that, they, they got insurance till they're 26, and I want to make sure that they they have it easy. What are we teaching society? What what is it? What is it we are teaching a generation coming up? You know what we're teaching them at? What's that? That when adversity comes, we're teaching them not how to handle it. We're teaching them that when adversity comes, because we just said when potholes come. When speed bops come, when all these things happen, we're teaching you no know skills how to handle That's what we're teaching. Now, we talked about you know, discipline and all those things going into the year, but knowing this year there's going to be obstacles, okay? We, 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 have, we, have, we have these obstacles that are gonna come through this year. But if we have no ability to adapt to the obstacles, how are we going to handle?
0: It? You're not going to. No. So as a leader and a leader of, you know, team members, adults, so on, how do you how do you inspire grit within the teams and within those you lead? Well, I hope I do this
1: on a daily basis with our team.
0: Um, Quite
1: often, because you've been with me a while, you've seen us go through challenges. You've seen us face many obstacles. You've seen us face what we like to call, quote, disappointments, right? hmm The first thing that you have to do when you face a disappointment is not put your head down. Because too often when we, when we face an issue or what we consider a failure, it's easy to put your head down in it.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's first instinct. Sometimes. Yeah. I
1: mean, yeah. it's a, when you get knocked down, the very first thing that you have to overcome is the shame of being knocked down.
0: Mm-hmm. It's
1: the very first thing. Because, you know, all of us, all of us in life can feel the embarrassment of being knocked down, the embarrassment of making a mistake, the, 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 the you know, all of that, because look, and that, that's a natural emotion,
0: mm-hmm.
1: okay? It's the shame that keeps us down. Okay, I got knocked down, but what are we going to do about it? See that that's that's where success, successful people succeed. You get knocked down, what are you going to do about it?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: it it's it, that when you see when you see successful people, and when you study successful people, they always find a way out they always are looking for a solution the 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 absolute you know absolute thing that they have in common is they all get knocked down you know I mean it, it, it's it all of them you know different you know leadership and and motivational people have different sayings you know about getting knocked down mm-hmm. one guy says if you get knocked down get knocked on your back because if you can look up get up Mm-hmm. You know, and they, they all
0: have different kinds of sayings. Yeah, how many times you get up? <coughs> as long as you're getting up one more time than you are knocked down.
1: Well, mm-hmm. and it's a fact. Mm-hmm. But too often we're conditioned to lay down. We're too—we're—we're we're, we're so conditioned to lay down, and we let our failures determine our life. It's—it's—it's—it's—it's an—it's an absolute fact. You know, what is going to determine you? What is, you know, who are you going to be? Do your failures determine you? Or do you determine you? What, you know, when 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 people look at you, are they gonna say, hey, that Matt, you know, Haskell is an overcomer. That, he he overcomes no matter what comes in front of him. See, when when people look at me, that's what I want people to see. That this guy's taken a lot of shit in life. This guy, this guy, this guy's made a lot of mistakes, but damn, he seems to overcome a lot too. Mm-hmm. I mean, I remember, you know, just a year and a half ago, um, one of the key people on my team looked at me. She's like, I don't know how you handle this stuff. And I said, because I'm wired to handle it. That's, 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 that's my DNA inside me. That, you know, that when when challenges come at me, that's how I'm wired in my life and throughout my journey. I mean, when when you're in your 20s and you face the obstacles in your 20s, how you handle that will just build on how you handle the ones in your thirties mm-hmm. and how you handle the one in your thirties will build on how you handle the ones in your forties each step of the way. But if you handle, if you're in your twenties and, and, and your setbacks in your twenties, if you look at those and those determine your life, then you're going to go into your thirties. It's going to be the mm-hmm. same way. I mean, and, and, and so, and so looking at the mind of resilience is building a mind of fortitude. That fortitude mind is what that whole word grit really is. Grit is about fortitude, and fortitude is strength. And so and so, how do you get that? Well, it kind of goes back to that discipline. Discipline's about fortitude. Okay, you were working out this morning, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, you don't get
0: it done in one day, do you? Nope, you gotta come back every day. It's you break it down, I build it back from the bottom up.
1: Yeah. And here's the deal. Winning in the gym is, is, is symbolic to winning in life. Because doing it right is painful. It's the pain in the process. This weekend, I started training my son, Drew, in weight training. Um, we were doing some weight training and endurance training this weekend. Mm-hmm. He's 13 now. It's a, it's a good age to kind of start some light weight training really it's about skill development and weight training not about kind of like really building muscles sure, it's really about man. form and skill training mm-hmm. um, so we began um um you know saturday we focused on upper body um sunday we did lower body and and i was really proud of him he he had the right mindset um he's been you know he's 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 he wants to play football. Um, we've been doing a lot of mental coaching, what it takes to achieve at a high level. And so, so as we went through and we worked through all the different skills of, of doing that, what we worked on was going through the process, not working through it, how fast we do it, how right we do it, but we worked towards failure. I said, son, you're you're going to be a little sore, okay? But sore says I'm doing it right because if you don't come out of this a little sore, there's a problem because you got to break down to grow, and that's where the body becomes resilient. Okay, that that I mean, you know, God designed us in a phenomenal way. You know, He allows us to break it down to build us up. Mm-hmm. And, he, and, and, and that's how we are in life. If, if we will go through the process of breaking down, we can build up. But most of us don't want to do that. I go back to this comfort zone. Most of us want to live in comfort. Most of us want to go the easy route. Most of us think that I want to, I, I want to live and be highly you know successful, influential, I want to do it on a time card, punch a clock, 40-hour work week and say, I lived
0: a productive, effective life. Tell me how you do that, Matt. Well, I mean, you you can't do that where you limit yourself on what you can give mentally, physically, et cetera, because you're never going to push yourself. No. Let me speak on that for a second. So,
1: you know, I'm not here to knock what a government set a standard for. But that was a government standard. That was a government standard work week. I'm not, you know, there are people who can achieve a whole lot in less time, you know, because they're highly functional. There are people who, you know, achieved. Point being is, it's a mindset mentality of what do you want to be? What do you want to do? And people who are disciplined and resilient understand that. They understand the process of life is going through t- being able to take a lot, learn a lot, and grow a lot. But you can't grow if you can't do those things. you know. And so a life of comfort
0: doesn't get the job done. Sure. So what are some, in the business world, small steps people can take every day to develop a mentality of resiliency? Well, you know,
1: to, to grow a mentality of resiliency in the life of business is you got to be able, we got every day, you got to take on new challenges.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, new every day. And new challenges, and it depends on obviously the position, but new challenges is how are you going to stretch your team every day, every week? What are you going to do a little different with your team? I mean, you take like tomorrow, I mean, tomorrow... Take the steering committee team. We're going to go do a tour of the plant. We're going to observe, you know, kind of our operations, look at some things from a different way. But what are we going to do to grow our team? How are we going to get outside of our normal day box and push a little more, think a little differently? Because resilience is a mind deal, okay? So it's, it's, it's in the mind. I mean,
0: that when you're working out, it's the mind, not the body. Where goes
1: your mind, goes the rest.
0: Mm-hmm. You always hear the phrase, in leadership lead by example i think that overlaps pretty well with the idea of resiliency and making a change in yourself before you can make a change in others how do you see that overlapping into the idea of resiliency and grit
1: appreciate you asking that question um i consider myself a very resilient person and i'm always about leading by example i think um you know leadership is not just it's not a positional base you know it's not a title base. i mean Title's the lowest level of leadership, mm-hmm. and so I never, I don't lead by title. I lead by who I am. Now, many people might not like that. I, I, I've i learned to embrace that. Okay? That's, if you're doing anything, you're going to ruffle some feathers and people are not going to always like you. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the truth is, is what I found, I was thinking about this weekend, Matt, most of my critics are worth being a critic anyway. Because, right, you know, sure. w- you know, when I was laughing this weekend, I was thinking, you know, when I look back at my life and I think about all my critics, they're pretty worthless. They don't do anything. Yeah, they're not happy. You know, I've, if I, want, I want to be criti- criticized by someone who's actually accomplished something in life. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I want to listen to a critic who's done more than I have. Now, that's a good critic. Mm-hmm. But too often, critics are people who they don't do anything. And in the world we live in today, see, we live in the social world, you know, where... Where critics just—I mean, they—you know—they're the people who sit behind computers and do all that kind of stuff. I mean, that—that—that's—that's that's the world we live in. That people love to take shots. The—the the, the quote: "People who matter are the people who live their true life by examples, and and show, you know, they show the world, because that's what I want to be. You know, I'm okay showing my failures." And, and I think I've always demonstrated that, you know, to, to our organization that I am a very transparent person. Mm-hmm. Um, and I say that sometimes candidly to a fault. Sometimes if there is a fault in that, that, you know, that sometimes you can be too transparent. And, and, and what I mean by that is, is that many people don't know how to handle that because mm-hmm. you, you, you give information or you're, you're very open to people and, And they don't know to handle that because they're never that way with anybody with themselves because they're so guarded in themselves and they're so, they're so weak in themselves that they just can't handle it. Mm -hmm. And so when you are, they're just, and that's why, that's why they live their world of gossip and they live their world. I
0: mean, they're just weak people. Sure. So as we look towards everyday things, so you set off to do a new year. You want to change yourself before you change others. I think it's, is it the ladder principle? The idea of anybody who's not helping you up the ladder is in effect dragging you down. How do you deal with people that are trying to impact your resiliency? Well, it's an elevator principle. Elevator. Yes, yes, yes. That one.
1: In that, in that mentality, um, when you got people, they're trying to bring you down your life, get them out of your life.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: that, that's just a fact. Get them out of your life. I can promise you that probably somewhere in my life this year, and this is a discipline deal, uh, it, you know that that is that is also about a grit deal. It's probably people in my life this year that I need to work out. You know, I, I can't tell you who they are today, but there probably is. I mean, there's mm-hmm. probably something or someone or somewhere that, you know, and there's probably people I need to add into my life. That's part of life. You 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 should be adding and taking away. It's like adding and taking away. I mean, it's kind of like. I'll go back and use working out. You should be adding muscle and cutting fat, right? Mm-hmm. You should be adding and trimming, adding and trimming. And that's, that's part of life. I mean, that's where you go back and you're, you're, you're sharpening. I mean, if you're sharpening that blade, what are you doing? You're kind of cutting and sharpening, you're, you're, you're trimming it off, right? And so, yeah, you want to go up, continue to surround yourself by people who are going up. When you talk about resiliency, be around other people who are resilient. When you're sitting in in, in, in in a team meeting and you're dealing with a problem, do you want to be surrounded by people who look at the problem and see opportunity? Or do you want to be surrounded by people who look at a problem and see a problem? Do you you enjoy being around people who complain? I've been around plenty of people who complain. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's that's it is not hard to find people who you can sit around. And when you've got a problem sitting there in the middle of the table, the lens of these people is they look at it and they say, hey, there's a problem. Mm-hmm. But what is refreshing is to sit around and say, hey, all these people see solutions to that. It's, identifying a problem is not hard because problems exist everywhere. The solution is the key.
0: Mm-hmm. So what's a bit of uncommon advice you could give to our listeners in regards to grit and resiliency?
1: I, I I don't know what, what anyone's family's like or what their parents were like, or what they, you know, what they grew up like, um, you know, that, you know, when I, you know, when I was growing up, um, I can tell you that, uh, um, yeah, you know, I had good parents. Um, you know, that, you know, my, my dad was a good figure in my life and, um, you know, my mom and I had our challenges, but, um, but I wouldn't really call them like coaches or, you know, what, what I try to be for my children. I wouldn't really call them that. And I, I think that, you know, that there's a, there's, there's a deficit of good mentors in this world. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think a lot of people have grown up with an absence of good leadership and mentorship and, um, and it kind of starts there at home. So a lot of people are kind of growing up with, with a lack of, of a good model of, okay, what is, what does this look like? Um, I think when we, when we look at, at this idea of resilience, okay, um, Fortunately, there are some good tools out there. Um, I was just finishing a book. Uh, the first book that I finished uh, for twenty three is a book called Never Quit. Okay. And um, David Goggins, you've heard of David Goggins. Mm-hmm. Uh, his first book was Can't Hurt Me. Read it a couple of years ago, and David Goggins has a great story. Um, you know, he's uh, um, fascinating life. Um, you know, his life uh, was you know total life of. Basically, um, against all the odds, all the, you know, you know, just things against him, family, life, personal, um, you know, education, skills, weight. I mean, but but truly his mentality is a mentality of resilience and grit.
0: Um,
1: And so and and, you know, I encourage, you know, people to look at tools like, hey, pick up Goggins book or other books. That you can read and kind of study other people's lives that says, hey, okay, maybe I can identify with things that this person's been through mm-hmm. and related to what I'm going through that can help me overcome some of these obstacles. Cause that's what I do. It's not like in my life that I've had all these gurus in my life or these mentors in my life that I that have helped me go through these things. Cause most of the challenges in my life. You know, really, when I when I got into my twenties, I would say many of the major obstacles in my life really started then. Sure, I had them when I was younger. I mean, when I, you know, I was younger. I mean, when you grow up as a fat kid, you know. I mean, look. I mean, I mean, I was thinking the other day. I mean, look, when you're when you're that kid, um, you know, seven, eight, nine years old, and you know, and you're on the swim team. You know, back in my day, Matt, when you're on the swim team. They made you wear those speedo.
0: hmm
1: uh, um, I mean, even a skinny kid didn't look good in those things, okay? <laughs> yeah, for sure. So you can imagine the fat kid, he didn't look good in those things. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a swim coach that uh that he told me, hey, if you do the belly flop, we gotta practice early. And so, and so when 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 you're put in that situation and you got kind of the whole team over here that uh you, know, you got to do that belly. Fly. You got to do it. Yeah. And you got to do it well. Mm mm-hmm. um, And so so I was put into those kind of situations mm. and um, and and, you know, I was dyslexic as a child, too. So I had, you know, some trouble in, in, in scholastics and, you know, everything was kind of a, a fight there and a battle there. And I, um, you know, fortunately, uh, when I got into high school, um, football kind of came my thing. And. Um, and I had to work really hard, um, in scholastics and, and, and didn't really start having success, success until I got into college, but that was always a fight. And I, I think that, um, you know, working through that in my life, um, played some foundational roles, um, because I always believed, um, at a young age that somewhere inside of me, I was built for more, Mm -hmm. um, no one would have. Pick me for that. I, I've made that joke that I was probably one of the last ones I always picked on the pickup basketball game. Same, thing. Um, you know. So, I mean, they needed me to fill the roster. Sure. Yeah. Um, but you know the, but but you know I but I also say this: um, it's the circumstances of life that determine who you are. Okay. I mean that that's that's the truth of life. I mean I, as a guy who values history, has a degree in history. All people of all walks of life who've achieved anything great in life, who they became, became so much because of the circumstances of life. You know, the the events of life, you know, are what allowed for them to become who they are. I mean, it's, it's the George Washington and the Revolutionary War. I mean, it's the, it's, the, it's, the, it's the Ulysses S. Grant in the Civil War, Abraham Lincoln in the Civil War. I mean, all down the line. I mean, so you find out who you are where you are and that's truly about going back to resiliency you're going to find out who you are where you are when adversity hits you're going to find out what you're made of mm-hmm. because it's going to hit it's going to hit i mean and it's going to hit when you least expect it and when you overcome one thing it's just preparing you for the next thing sure i mean 2022 had some damn adversity in it man i mean i, I you know we talked about it i you know, you you always got a plan going into the year. It's the Mike Tyson mentality. Everyone's got a plan until what you get hit in the face. That's right. Mm-hmm. And so and so, then how are you going to handle it when you get hit? How are you going to handle it? Are you going to fold? I mean, I mean, because you know that's that's how we most handle it. You going to fold? I mean, Goggins talks about you know, and can't hurt me in his life. I mean, it's funny he talks about something that I've talked about for years because uh, you know, I'm a movie guy. Mm-hmm. I can, I mean, my brother and I talk in movie quotes, We got a whole language of just movie quotes. And he talks about, you know, you know, in, in, in Rocky and, 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 in in Rocky, when, when Apollo Creed, you know, has him in round 14 mm-hmm. and he's got, he's got, he, I mean, he's just beating the crap out of Rocky. <laughs> and I mean, he's and Rocky, I mean, he's just bleeding and, Cut me Gun, I mean, yeah, I mean yeah. He's freaking just I mean bleeding to death. And Paolo thinks he hasn't beat. And then and then, you know, he 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 thinks he's won. He looks over, and there's a Rocky who can't even see. And he's just sitting there going, come on. And and Paolo just he lowers his head and he can't believe it. He said, This guy just won't quit. That's what resiliency and grit is. Just won't quit. You can't kill the guy. Mhm. I mean, you know, and 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 I love it. I I love it. I love you know kind of building on that of a movie. I love it, you know, and, and there's a line in Rocky 4. Uh you remember that movie,
0: Ivan Drago. Yeah, we yeah. fight the Russian.
1: Oh yeah. Funny story about that. Dolph Lundgren played um Drago, you know, yeah. yeah, Drago. Yeah, mm-hmm. Drago uh Sylvester Stallone said always said, man, mm-hmm. this guy was like the most specimen of a man that I Yeah. Ever, you know, He's he chiseled out of rock. He was just guy. this guy yeah. and he said he said he was um shooting these scenes and sparring with with London. and he said man one time Londonund hit me he said man he almost killed me mm-hmm. yeah knocked him cold yeah out. he's like yep. yeah but 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 there is a scene in that movie where he's talking to Adrian and Adrian always has his back I mean Adrian truly was like his mental rock you know that that, that you know he always knew if Adrian was on his side you know he he could do it he, he got it but He's 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 decided he's going to go fight the Russian. And and she's telling him, don't do it, you know. Mm-hmm. And basically, haven't you seen this you guy? Can't win. You can't win, right? Oh yeah. And and he's just like, Adrian always tells the truth, <laughs> you know. True. And he, and he's like, you know, he's like, maybe I can't win. Maybe you're right. But he said, you know, you know, but to beat me. He's going to have to kill me, and to kill me. He's going to, you know, you know, he's going to have to get in the ring with me. And to get in the ring with me means he's going to, have to be willing to die himself. Mm-hmm. And I'm just not willing. I, I just don't know if he's willing to die. Think about that mentality. A resilient, grit person has that mentality. That's my mentality. I've always had that in life and business. Matt, I should have. You know, I've lost a lot of times. I should have gone down so many times. I've had so many enemies. I've had so many people that rooted against me. I've had so many people who think oh, I shouldn't be here. You know, I've had so many who have tried to take me out. hmm You know, and they've taken some pretty good shots at me, but they hadn't killed me. That's right. And that, to me, is a resilient, grit person. You're gonna get shot okay you're gonna take some wounds but are you gonna let those things kill you because what doesn't kill you truly is a true it's a true statement if it doesn't kill you, it has the potential to make you better. This word resiliency to me is the cornerstone of really um, a true purpose life. To me, it is a it is a life to have a true life of meaning is understanding the mentality of having resiliency. Mm-hmm. Because life is gonna come at you. I mean, nothing hits harder than life. Nothing. And 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 those who get it and those who understand it and those who want a life of purpose and meaning are gonna be those who have the fortitude and the mentality and the resiliency to go farther and be better.
0: Thanks for joining us today on the Uncommon CEO Podcast. Subscribe to our show wherever you get podcasts. We have video episodes on our YouTube channel and more uncommon wisdom on our social media. Find all our links and resources at uncommonceopodcast.com. For Andrew Smart and all of us here at the Uncommon CEO, stay uncommon.